Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, I want to ask about the interception in the end zone. Um, was that an RPO? It looked like maybe a couple guys were downfield and maybe at the last second, the linebacker just realized it and got his his hands up. And it's just a confluence of events that kind of sort of made that happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, it, it was it was a heck of a play by by that guy. Right. I mean, they, 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 it was a it was a really good defensive play. We I think we had the look that we wanted. We had uh, we had a good opportunity for it. The guy just made a really good play. And sometimes that's going to happen. Um, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. They, uh, I, you know, we, we was a, a look where uh, I think we had uh, had what we wanted and had an opportunity for it. To, the guy just uh, the guy made a good play on us. And then let's go to the end of the game and the throw that Josh made. Um, can you just kind of bring us into coming out of that situation with 23 seconds left? Are you looking for a shot downfield? Is it, hey, if it's there, is it, you know, just kind of take us into the mindset of what the offense was at that point. You obviously don't want to turn it over and give them a you know, chip shot field to win it either. No, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where we're going into it, just talking to Josh, hey, if you like it, take it. If it's not clean, you know we'll, we'll take this thing to overtime and and uh, um, or outlet it uh, outlet it to one of your outlets and see if they could get some some yards after the catch with the timeouts that we had. Um, so it was uh, it, we got the look that we wanted for it uh, to to take the shot to step down the middle there, and uh, it was a, it was a great throw, great catch, great protection, really really well executed all around by by all eleven guys on the field. You said Good. it yourself last week. Whatever we got, whatever we got to do to, you know, whatever it takes to get the win, right? <laughs> and um, you know, your run game has been gaining ground the past two games, but inside that red zone, you know, Josh never thrown an interception in his entire career. You know, now he leads the league in red zone pick. Um, is this safe to say that defense do kind of get a feel of what Josh wants to do inside the twenty? Um, no, you know, I think part of that's just our execution. Part of it's you know, good defense and and. Again, I think this one this past week, it, it really uh, um, it had no bearing in terms of like Josh's decision or, or anything like that. The guy just made a heck of a play. I thought his decision making in the red zone was was really good this week. And, and um, you know, again, sometimes you got to give those guys some credit. You know, I mean, they, they've got that. The, Detroit's got a really good defense. They got a really good team. And, and uh, you know, we knew going into it that wasn't going to be an easy game. 
you know, not, not many in this league are, you know, so, um, you know, I think that that's, that all uh, factors into it. I think we'll just continue uh, to have that focus of being smart, not conservative in the red zone. And, and uh, I think if he keeps making the decisions he be, he's been making in the past few weeks, all, all that stuff will, will really take care of itself. Absolutely, Coach. And now um, some teams, you know, they only rush four. And it seems at times they're content with letting Josh run the ball so he doesn't kill you with his arm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Coach Belichick is known for taking away your best weapon. How will you be creative enough to balance out your offense to put up points this week? Well, again, I think it's uh, it's pretty early in the week right now, and we're still kind of going through the process. So, you know, we're we're going to look at it and um, you know see what see what we think, and and you know look at look for the best ways to attack them. I, obviously, uh, they're they're good on defense; they've been good for a long time, and and uh, you know they do some things that obviously poses offenses problems week in and week out. So, uh, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to execution and, and us putting our guys in the best spot for them to feel comfortable and go out and execute at a high level against a, a you know, a tough division opponent on the road. The running, you're starting to run the ball a little bit more. But I was just curious, uh, was that a, a proposed running play when Josh Allen uh, kept the ball and went around the end from, I think it was maybe like five to seven yards and the guy went, went low and took his legs out and, man, it didn't look, look too good on that play. Because Devin Singletary seemed to be doing very well, but you guys seem to kind of stop, uh, get feeding them the ball consistently and go away from them for long periods of time. Um, are you talking about the play at the end? Yeah, toward the end, yes. Like the, the last last play we had. That's the one you're talking about? When, when Yeah, when he got knocked out of bounds, uh-huh. when Josh Allen took the – it was like a – Yeah, I mean – I, again, I think uh, I think what we're what we're looking at there is uh, is trying to you know put our guys in, in uh, position on, on a play where we're trying to create a little bit of a misdirection for them and and create an issue for them to get the edge, you know, to get into field goals, uh, get get us into better field goal range. And we felt like at the time that was a that was a good opportunity to do that. Uh, use you know use our guys with a little bit of motion use our uh, uh, some misdirection on them to try create some conflict and anytime you could get up on the safety who, who's the one who you know makes the tackle I feel like that's a that's a good play for you so in in the run game so we felt good about it and um, I you know obviously we we um, we weren't running Josh a lot in the game uh, on designed runs and uh, we felt like that was a good opportunity to try to uh, you know use something to to that they hadn't seen yet in the game. All right. The last question on uh, Devin Singletary. I kind of mixed both those questions in there. My bad on that one. But uh, mm-hmm. just wondering, is it with Devin Singletary, he seems to get the ball a lot early, but then late he doesn't seem to get get the ball as often uh, in the run game. Is that by design uh, or what? I think uh, I think it's it's something where you know we'll, we're definitely we're going through the game and we've got multiple backs who we trust and and um, you know we're we're going to utilize them and and continue to rotate those guys and sometimes it's just the way the the flow of the game is going um, you know we're we're always going to look to to try to stay balanced I think you know on that last touchdown drive where we go 15 plays or so I think he had a, some big carries for us there he had a he had a few big carries for us and on the drive before that. Um, you know, when we, when we stalled and, and had to punt it to them and, and try to pin them deep there. So, you know, I think we're, we're definitely continually trying to, trying to use Devin. He's a great player for us and, and we continue, uh, we will continue to do that. 
Hey, Ken. Um, I think I asked you a couple weeks ago um, about Josh and his arm and how it affects your job and the mm -hmm. play calling and all that. But I was curious now that we're a couple games into his injury, how is it like yesterday and the game before? Like, how is it impacting how you're calling the game at, at this point? Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, it really um, we, we haven't had to say, hey, we can't do this. We can't. Uh, We've got to keep these throws out of the offense. You know, we, we haven't needed to do that. Uh, we could go out and operate and, and, um, and, and I feel like be effective and he could be effective making all the throws that he needs to make. So, you know, we're, we're going out and calling, calling the game and, and uh, trying to attack and, and, you know, all the different ways that, that we feel like we can. And I think it's, uh, it's been one of those things that, uh, um, you know, honestly, we go through the week and, and uh, we look at what we like. And, and then on game day, I don't think there's much hesitation in calling uh, much of anything for him in, in, in the passing game, especially. And I know you had talked about last week how you can know you kind of had experience with this going through one with Cam and Carolina and all that. Um, it's different injury, of course, but, you know, mm -hmm. similar kind of thing. And I was curious, like, what is the impact on him not practicing as, you know, like making all the throws in practice and all that, like on the game planning and all that, like, what is the direct impact? Yeah, I think, uh, I think, it's it's important as the week goes on if if he does you know miss some time in practice and and hopefully as as we go and, and it keeps getting better and better he'll he'll practice more and more um but you know as you go you, it's just a constant flow of communication between you know you uh myself and josh in terms of hey what you know does he feel comfortable about this or does he not you know or does he if it's something he can't get a rep on, because um, if he's not comfortable in it, then, then we're just not going to call it. You know, we'll, we'll have other things that, that we feel good about. So I think that's that's the biggest thing when, uh, you know, when you're in a situation like that. And then, you know, especially last week, because, you know, you're on a short week. So there's not a lot of practice time leading up anyway. So I think that's the biggest thing, that constant flow of communication to make sure that I'm on the same page with him. And I'm, I'm calling things that, that he feels supremely confident about in running. And then last one for me, um, during the game yesterday, Sean was interviewed and said that, you know, Josh sliding more is something that he'd like to see. And we talk to you all the time about Josh protecting himself and making good decisions and all that. But I noticed a couple of times yesterday he didn't slide or he ended up getting tackled on runs for whatever reason. Is that mm -hmm. a conversation that like every week are you like? Hey man, you got to keep sliding or like how often do you guys talk about something like no, that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously, I think a, a constant conversation and a constant, you know, uh, give take, you know, cause you don't want to take what makes Josh specially out of them either, you know, but there is a, there is a time and a place and, and a situations in a, in a game and uh, um, where you're going to have to do things like that and not, not go down and, and try to get extra yards. And, you know, uh, um, and then there's times and places where you've got to get down and take those extra hits off yourself. So I think it's a, it's a constant conversation with him. And for the most part, uh, you know, did a lot of good things in, in that regard uh, uh, yesterday in terms of not uh, limiting those, those shots when, when he's out on the move. Hey, Ken, I know you guys take uh, game plans week by week, but how important was it to see that type of production from Isaiah McKenzie yesterday? And what does that slot position just mean to your offense and, and mean to Josh, too? Yeah, I think it's it's obviously uh, it's big for us to have contributions by by multiple guys. So I think you kind of see that week in and week out that uh, different guys have been stepping up and, and having big games for us. And you know, you, you try to design stuff and, and create uh, uh, opportunities for, for different guys to be primary receivers 
um, you know, on different concepts. And at times, you know, they get open at times, defenses do a good job in taking them away. And, and so it's good to see uh, um, Isaiah come up with a big game with the production that he had and, and really kind of uh, take some of the pressure off of, of the other guys and, and uh, um, create issues for a defense with his speed and, and what he can do with the ball in his hands after the catch. Hey, Ken, this is a little off topic, but just kind of out of curiosity, Tyler Bass's range obviously affects what where you guys need to reach on offense. So when he has a game like yesterday, he misses a point after, you know, Sean talked about how much he trusts him. We've seen what he can do and his ability to flush it. But do you ever check in to see like how he's feeling in case it then impacts what you guys need to do? Or is that something that's, you know, you just go according yeah. to what you're do anyway? I would say it's more a uh, change based off of maybe the conditions uh, weather-wise or, or something like that more so than Tyler. Cause I think uh, uh, probably like Sean said, we all got a ton of faith in him and, and uh, he's a pro he's, he's been through a lot of different situations in his, in his career already. And um, you know, I think he's got that ability to be that guy to, to really um, you know, if something, if he does miss one to, to bounce back and, and not let that, let, let that affect him. He's, um, he does a great job with that. And I think, uh, as a, as a play caller on offense, uh, we've got a lot of faith in him that if we get, if we get near his range, you know, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll hit it for us. And when you say like, it might change more during a weather game, what is that kind of communication like in your role this year versus last year? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's a communication between, you know, me and, and uh, Coach Smiley down the sideline and, and uh, you know, some of the guys in the booth who, who uh, help us with the situational aspect of things and um, where the yard line is and, and all that stuff. So, you know, those are our conversations that are kind of ongoing throughout the game when, when you are in a, a weather type game where winds might shift or, or it's, you know, all of a sudden it starts raining or, or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, they're, they're not long conversations. It's just a, a brief, you know, hey, the line is now this in this direction. So, you know, it's just something that, uh, uh, you know, I think we do a good job in terms of that communication uh, uh, amongst the coaching staff to make sure everybody's on the same page. Hey, Ken, um, I don't know if you saw the end of the game, uh, the embrace between Josh and Stefan Diggs. Um, I was wondering if what you have to share about the resiliency that Josh is able to have because Diggs kind of has, it, Josh has that fiery, attitude and um, Diggs kind of can settle him down a little bit and uh, how that helped you at the end of the game. Yeah, I think, I think it, it, a lot of it comes from, you know, just working together and, and understanding, you know, uh, uh, being in different situations and, and knowing that uh, from, from Josh's standpoint, that he's got a lot of guys around him that he could trust to, to make plays for him. And, and so I think that, that brews a lot of confidence to where it's not like, okay, I've, I've got to make the play myself. You could, he could trust those guys in critical situations to make plays for him. And whether it's Steph or, or Gabe or Dawson or, or any of those guys, because a lot of those guys have had big catches in crucial moments, you know, and throughout the season, whether it's, it's Dawson, you know, on the, on the touchdown drive before catching the ball on the sideline, that was a, a huge catch for us uh, or early in the year versus Baltimore kind of having a similar type of play, you know, uh, multiple guys have been able to step up for us in crucial situations. And I think that really helps Josh's confidence. And then, you know, it's also, it's just him. He, he's a, he's a competitor. He's a, he's the type of guy that, um, you know, uh, uh, believes in, in not only himself, but, but the team and the guys, you know, our ability to, 
uh, no matter what the situation is, just keep pounding, keep, you know, uh, staying with the process. And, and, uh, and, you know, we feel like no matter what the situation is, we'll always give ourselves a chance if, uh, you know, if we're, if we're doing the right things. That rope that he threw to Diggs mm -hmm. uh, before the game-winning field goal, I mean, how much of that is trust from your eyes? Oh, yeah. No, I think it's it's a ton of trust. I mean, it's, uh, um, you know, trust in, in uh, uh, Sean to be able to go for it in that situation and, and uh, um, let us kind of take some shots right there at it. Uh, there's trust in, in me and Josh and, and all 11 guys on the field at the time to, to execute the line protecting and, you know, step to run the route. And then the, those other guys to make sure, you know, they're, they're doing their job to help open up that opportunity as well. And then obviously Josh and uh, his, his confidence in Steph to really just kind of step up and, and give an opportunity to make a play. So I think, uh, I think that's a, that's a huge part of just offensive football and execution in general is just guys trusting each other that, they're going to do their job. And if I give you an opportunity to make a play, you're going to make it. I asked this question um, uh, because I know you've gone up against him before, but is there anything different to this game in your role as the offensive coordinator in your first game against Bill Belichick? Yeah. I mean, I, I think each game each week is just such a, a unique situation. You know, this league, there's so much parody. There's so much, there's such a challenge each and every week, whether it's, personnel based or scheme based or, or whatever it is. So, um, you know, I, I feel like that, you know, uh, our, our main focus, whether it's mine or, or our offense should always be the first and foremost on us and our execution. Um, and then, you know, secondly, you know, putting, making sure we're putting our guys in, in position to, um, uh, operate and, and execute against what they're seeing on defense. So, um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything more or less to, um, uh, anything else, uh, to this game, uh, other than that's, it's, you know, it's our next game. It's what we're focused on. And, and, uh, uh, we take that mentality of, of focusing on this week, every week. And, um, I think that's, that's the only way to do it. So, um, obviously, you know, I got a ton of respect for, for, you know, coach Belichick and, and everybody over there, what they've been able to do, um, you know, and, and it's going to be a great challenge for us coming up this week. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.